forever, ever, forever, ever, forever. Never seems that long until you're grown and notice that the day by day ruler can't be too wrong. Miss Jackson, my intentions were good. I wish I could become a yes, magician. Yes, yes. Sorry, Miss Jackson. Ooh. I am for real. <laughs> Never meant to, to make, make your daughter, daughter cry. <laughs> hello, 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 life chasers. Welcome back. Welcome back to season two, episode two. This is Life Goes On, y'all. It's your girl, Brandy. And it's your girl, Justine, Judy, Jude. I answered to all three of them. Y'all already know if you're tuning in from season one. Welcome back. You're a new listener. Welcome back. We appreciate your support. We appreciate everything that y'all are doing with us for us and under the sun, chasing life with us. At the yes, y'all. This is season two, episode two, and you know today we're gonna be talking about <laughs> like outcast. Mm-hmm. You know, is forever, ever, really forever, ever, forever, ever. Ever? (laughs) (laughs) So that's what we're going to be talking about Mm -hmm. today, y'all, is forever. Really really forever. Really forever. Yeah. All right. So let's get right into this. So like when or where was like your first, um, how do I say this word? Like where was your first images or like your first understanding of what forever is brandy like where did you first be like oh my gosh that's forever love or that's love forever for me most of it started from like the the sappy romantic comedies that i used to watch growing up and even the like disney princess movies no that's true yeah that's where i kind of got the sense of Oh my gosh, like happily ever after, like all of these abstract concepts that honestly, Mm. when I was at that age, I knew really nothing about at the time. Um, But just like this really unrealistic idea of what love and forever Mm -hmm. is supposed to look like. What about you? Yeah, I think roughly the same thing. I think definitely was exposed to like the princess movies um, and how... You find the one, and the one comes, and you all run off into the sunset. Um, but, like, there was also, like, a dramatic type of thing to it mm-hmm. of love. So, like, kind of made you feel like, ooh, there is such thing as forever. You know, um, there was also a song called, the song that goes, like, Do You Believe in Magic? In a young girl's heart. Yeah. Yeah. I remember when I heard that song, I, I like, I was like, oh, they're talking about love. Like, do you believe in the magic of love? So I think early Ooh, on, I was like, I was like, that is what love is supposed to be. Yeah. Magical, amazing, um, perfect, mm. um, birds flying in the sky. Um, <laughs> you know how I feel. Yep. And then also, like, <laughs> my parents were, you know, in love when I was young, I mean, they still are, thank God, but they also only showed us, or I was only exposed, or maybe I only saw the perfect love, you know, from them, like the the, the times where they would laugh together, mm-hmm. you know, the times where they would hold hands and everything, but, like, I didn't pay attention to, like, closed door, what was really going on, mm. you know? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I completely understand. Yeah. So, so I think even now... Um, 
I feel like those expectations didn't really change. They're just in mm. a different form. Because um, when I look on TV, there are still so many shows that in, kind of encompass yeah. the same idea. So, like, I think of, like, Love Island, um, Are You the One? The Bachelorette or The, the Bachelor? Yeah, Married at First Sight. So mm-hmm. things like this where it's really just projecting this idea of just, like, unrealistic mm-hmm. love at first sight, finding the one, trying to be together forever, mm-hmm. and just things that aren't don't seem realistic. Yeah, that's what me. it is. I think it's more so, like, those kind of shows paint a perfect picture almost Mm -hmm. a sappy picture of this is what love can be you can be on like love island you can be on an island full of so many people and you will find your soulmate you know you will find there's also a show called um are you the one yep where you like they literally throw your soul they throw your soulmate on in a room in a a house with a bunch of other people Mm -hmm. and you have to go find your soulmate yeah they're like your perfect match yeah and it's like it's like, what does it mean? I think it goes down to like, what does it mean to be someone's perfect match? Like, what does it mean to be someone's possibly forever, you know? Right. And even if you do find that perfect match, does that mean that you guys are supposed to be together forever? Mm-hmm. And that, that's, that's just hard to think about in itself because that just goes into thinking if there are multiple ones or like, is just, is there truly one one do you think that there are multiple ones for you um that's a good question so i personally i want to say like with my romantic heart my big heart and you know the way i was raised and like what i believe in you know i want to say that there is only one the one you know i want to be able to fully 100% say that I think that there that that's true um but at the same time especially in the world that we're living in in the society that we are in um and the different factors and influences that play into everything I don't know if I can like fully say I believe there is one one you know I hope to eventually (laughs) settle down with somebody who in my mind I hope you're the one I hope so. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Because, like, especially the way society is now, the way things are going, the way I think we're also, as a society, really seeing that, like, there's no such thing or, like, perfect love doesn't really exist anymore. So I think that's hard. I don't know. How about you? I'm still a firm believer in that God has, like, a specific person for me because... Through my experiences, I found out that there are not multiple ones. Like, there is someone <laughs> out there for me that, like, I think is supposed to be there for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm starting to learn that that person isn't going to be completely perfect. That's true. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So that person is going to require me to be flexible in my mindset mm-hmm. and being able to work with them and accommodate them. But, like, through that, I feel like I will, we will grow this, like, love and fondness for one another. That's true. Um, But I don't think there's, like, a perfect, like, someone that, like, checks all of my boxes. Mm -hmm. Like, there's always going to, like, no one's perfect. I'm not even perfect. Mm -hmm. So, especially from what I've seen on the media, 
in the media. Um, a lot of people have like all of these expectations of what they want to see in somebody. Yeah. And it's like, it's like, do you even have that? Like for yourself, mm. like everything that I'm requesting of someone else um, in a significant mm. other is stuff that I already know that I got. Mm. Like that, like those are things and qualities that I already have myself that I know that I can offer. I cannot be requesting for someone to offer all of these qualities if I don't even have them myself to offer the relationship. That's 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 deep because I feel like in a way you you know that you're bringing into whoever is the one or whoever you know god intends you to be with you're bringing in to that relationship or that that vessel because marriage or you know forever ever is a vessel Mm -hmm. in itself but you know what you're bringing in you are bringing in to that vessel in order to make that vessel halfway half half full Mm -hmm. and whoever your other significant other is going to be is going to you know make it whole because you're giving half they're giving half and i think that in itself just shows that there is there definitely is a possibility for you to find that one but you don't necessarily have to be in bits and pieces yeah or holes in your who you are in order to Mm -hmm. find that one i think exactly there's there's a rhetoric that you know when you find your person like they're gonna fit into who you are or like you're basically gonna be like a puzzle piece where you like come together whole but yeah they like they make you they have to make you whole um but i think one thing i've realized over the years and i've thankfully my my mother personally has um helped me understand is that when you come into a relationship you come into or if you are thinking and hoping and praying that this relationship is going to be forever you are coming into it as a whole person not someone who has you know certain things in their lives that need somebody else to kind of fulfill that for them you get what i'm saying Mm -hmm. so um that definitely i think if with that mindset like there definitely can be forever because as you said you're gonna grow into i think eventually you grow into a perfect love not necessarily what the media or society says is a perfect love before those two people who have decided to be forever like you grow into your own perfect love Mm -hmm. which can be beautiful i think that goes into my next question that i wanted to ask you um so why do you think that relationships for young adults and like people that are are our age um why don't you think that a lot of them last? Um, I think there's a handful of levels and factors that go into this question because I think, especially with our influence of society and how we're so integrated into letting everybody in on our own lives and our personal lives, I think that in itself can end a relationship, um, especially if someone in the relationship is invested into social media or into, you know, kind of society or everybody else kind of being in their relationship, I think that can ruin it. I think also, I do think that our generation is kind of turning away, in some form, turning away from the idea of having one long-lasting forever, ever. Mm -hmm. I think we're kind of deteriorating away from that because... We are so open-minded as a generation. We are so 
um, I don't want to say eccentric, but like we are so open to the options, open to the options that are in front of them. We are very detached and rebellious from what our parents kind of raised us to be or what they knew was, you know, relationships, I think in general, life in general. And since we have so many things to our fingertips and so many options coming at us, it's like, why wouldn't I kind of try everything or like seek something else than what I was taught when I grow- was growing up? I think it mm-hmm. goes into, you know, um, just the other day, it's funny how I'm saying this, just the other day I had a sibling um, talk to me about um, polygamy and polyamorous relationships and how I personally felt about them. And like straight up, I was like, oh no, like I don't believe in them, da 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 da. But then he was like, why don't you believe in them? Is it because you were taught not to believe in them? Where, where does it come from? And I'm sitting, I'm like, wow, like I think this is a conversation that our generation is open minded to have. So I think that's where the options come into play, where it's like we don't necessarily have to be monogamous or we don't necessarily have to get married in order to have that connection with another mm. human being. So I think that's where we're going into as a generation. How about you? Um, I think mine stems off a little bit from what you were saying about kind of drifting away from um, what the past generations kind of deemed as those long-term relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, I think it's that we don't make the sacrifices or we're also not willing to compromise as much as people um, before us have. Mm -hmm. So like our ancestors. Um, And I think that's within reason too. Like we've had a lot of growth. Um, And I think too, we're kind of drifting away from the idea of long-term struggle love. Yeah. Like I've, I've been with this person for a while. Like we've Mm -hmm. been through thick and thin together. Like they were my high school sweetheart. Um, so we're going to be together forever. That's like there's true, no, o- there's no other options. Like we've been together for like 10 years and it's also that fear of what else could be out there. Like sometimes you lose yourself in long-term relationships that you don't know who you are without that person. Yeah. So you're afraid to kind of go after something mm-hmm. else that could honestly be better for you. Um, that makes, and sense, I, that makes sense. Yeah. And I think on top of that, another reason why, a lot of them don't last is because we have like the social media aspect too. Mm-hmm. So we have these really unrealistic expectations of what it should of be. what mm-hmm. a relationship should be like. So a lot of the times we have those YouTube couples, for example. Oh my gosh. Yes. Um, I love YouTube. So I'm always going to like <laughs> mention YouTube. So like a lot of those relationships, um, even when we see like the breakups that they have and things mm-hmm. like that, we're, we're honestly like I still to this I'd be shocked like that stuff like this happens so um and I think it's like that constant mindset of like this is like what a relationship yeah is supposed to look like this is what society deems as a healthy relationship these people have been together um and have this YouTube channel they've had it for like four years like they're supposed to be together forever like how mm-hmm. how dare they like they owe us an explanation kind of a thing and it's constantly that pattern and then that key point of comparison like we're constantly comparing our relationships to theirs yeah so i think that's another big reason why a lot of relationships don't last nowadays that's true i definitely think i definitely agree with that it, we're a society or we're a generation i should say that definitely compares everything and cuz because we put everything on display or we also expect or 
feel obligated. I think that's what it is. We feel obligated to put a certain lifestyle out there where it coincides with what our society f- deems as perfect or deems as, you know, likable or acceptable, acceptable. And with that, that comes the, you know, obligation or feel feeling of obligation that I should, I'm 23 years old, I should have a man right now, you know? Mm-hmm. I should be getting married at 25 or, you know, I should be in a long-lasting relationship by now. What is going on? Oh, I should definitely already have my forever ever or on the other side it's like i should be in multiple relationships because like that's what other people on the social media is doing so like why can't i do it too and i think that in itself just causes so much um so much conflict within yourself that you forget what you even want in a relationship before you even think about forever or you even want in yourself before you think about forever with somebody else mm-hmm. you know so that in itself is difficult. I but I want to go back to um, something that you were talking about. You mentioned um, our ancestors and our parents and how you know they were raised in like this idea of struggle love. I mm-hmm. think it connects to especially us first generation, um, first generation born in America. I think we have seen, you know, our parents kind of have a survival mentality, and I think that survival mentality can play into being in this struggle love because we have to survive together you know we have to be together one with one another support each other because we need to survive and if we don't survive you know our children will not survive and I think that in itself kind of fosters certain ideas or ideologies of what forever should be Mm -hmm. you know it's like you know if I'm in a relationship with a man who, or I should say partner, excuse me, if I'm in a relationship with my partner and like they're going through so much and they're struggling, I should bear their struggle and struggle with them because, you know, my parents did the same thing. They struggled, they did this, so I must have to do that in order to show my love. But then again, it's like, is that, do, do I have to do that in order to show my love? You know? Exactly. Like, since when did struggle love equate to like, you're happily ever exactly. after, honestly. And that's what it is. Like, how do I think what we, what I'm understanding and what we need to kind of do is develop and define what our own happily ever after is for ourselves rather than, you know, yes. my parents or like the media and everything. But, yes. Mm-hmm. I love that. Defining your happily ever after. No, for real. Because. For, and th- another thing is, like, that can be multiple people for you. If that's you, you do you. If that's your happily ever after, go ahead. For me personally, I can't deal with a lot of people at once. So mm-hmm. I'm going to stick to one person, you know? Yeah. Um, but, yeah. But speaking, too, from, like, the long-term aspect, um, so I was in, like, a long-term relationship, you could say, for, like, on and off for, like, a few years. Mm-hmm. Um so what I noticed was that in the beginning of the relationship, often, oftentimes you're you're honestly not the same person that you are yeah. when you leave. Like you're going of to course. evolve mm-hmm. and grow mm-hmm. like over time after years of being with someone. So I think that's also the mentality of like long term relationships and that forever aspect. Like mm-hmm. you're n- the person that you decide to be with is not going to s- remain the same yes. person. And if they do, that's a problem. Mm-hmm. So I think we have to also be flexible in our mindset of the fact that this person is going to 
change over mm-hmm. time. They're not going to be the same person that they were when they were a senior in high school. Yeah, that's true. When they graduate college. That's, that's just not realistic. That's what I just said. The essence, their essence will be the same. Like, the essence of probably why you fell in love with them will be the same, but there's... And you too. There's going to be shifts that you all are going through as a couple, and that can determine or you know, define whether you're going to continue as a couple or not. Um, I know one of my closest um, friends, she was in a, she is now engaged happily, um, but she was with her man, I think since they were in high school or before high school. Mm -hmm. And she told me that there were, while she was growing and while he was growing, there were like shifts that happened. I think it, the first shift, the biggest shift that she felt was when they reached um, two years. And she was like, she. they both had to decide, is this worth moving forward with? The person you're becoming, is this? Is it worth me moving forward with you? And then th- mm. the next shift for them was five years. And they also had to reevaluate, does this make sense for who we're becoming right now after high school? And then again, seven years. And like, I think with that, that shows that Love, I mean, we all know love is evolving. You know, if you can't evolve with who you are or who you intend to be with, quote, unquote, forever, then you shouldn't enter a relationship. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, if if you're the type of person where, you know, you expect or your expectation is this person is going to stay the same, as you said, then then honestly, you should just stick to short-term relationships or one-night stands because if that's the case, then literally forever, ever is not for you. Okay? (laughs) For real. Because you need to understand that even you, like every every season you're changing, regardless Mm -hmm. of how many months, regardless of how many weeks, every season you're going to change. So you should only expect the person you're with to change with you, but not change for the worse. Change for the better. Right. And that's something to embrace, too. Like, we Mm -hmm. don't always have to be scared of people changing unless they're, like, changing on you and that. And that's a whole different thing. That's a whole different Mm -hmm. thing. But that definitely um, goes into, I think, I remember um, my, like, my one and only, I'm going to be honest with y'all, yes, my one and only, like, real, like, long-term relationship. Mm -hmm. Um and I remember something like switched where I realized like the person he was growing or the person we were, the person we were going, people we were going into were not make, gonna make sense for each other. Not right? compatible anymore. Not at all. And so I remember a conversation that we had because in, be- in the beginning, as I said, the honeymoon phase, <laughs> we were like, oh my gosh, this is so great. We're gonna be together forever. Yes, forever. I did it, y'all, I did it. I said it to myself. But then I remember explicitly on being on the train, right? Yeah, I remember this like it was yesterday. Being (laughs) on the train. And we were talking about marriage. And, like, I mentioned, yeah, like, marriage is important to me. I definitely feel as though, you know, whoever I'm with, whoever I end up with, we're going to get married, right? This gentleman proceeded to say that the marriage is just a paper to him and he doesn't need it in order to prove his love for somebody. And right then and there, all my red flags were raised and I said, flag on the whole play. <laughs> because I think in that moment, all train full of flags. Seriously, in that moment, I realized that that paper or that, yeah, that paper for him meant that he was going to have to be obligated to one person for the rest of his life and he didn't want that. 
He didn't really want that. Nah, for son. Nah. He None wanted the option option. Yep. Mm. So, like, how do you personally feel about, like, you know, how some people might view marriage or, like, the obligation in marriage itself? So, I think for some people, the obligation is the fear of commitment. Mm-hmm. So, they don't really want that forever. They want the option. Because mm-hmm. you could be my forever right now. And me telling you that you're my forever is to get my needs met at the time. Mm. But I don't really envision you as my forever long term. But, but and does I, that, I'll, I'll, never, it, I'll never understand that either. Like, if you don't see someone being your forever, then why even waste your time? Yeah, facts. I, I, that's one of my pet peeves. I honestly hate that. Um, so it, it's, it's tough, especially when we look at the statistics of divorce rates now. Mm-hmm. Um, I think really talking about what forever means and that growth and involvement when you're growing into God willing your your elderhood and mm-hmm. all of that that's something to really assess before you even want to drop down on a knee or even consider marriage with somebody. That's true. Cuz according to statistics, 50% of couples it's of over, it's over 50 I think. Fifty psychology today said fifty okay. percent of marriages end in divorce, and that's as you said. Like it's crazy how, or it doesn't make sense if you know or this person is not really gonna be a forever. Why even mention? Or if you know that there are certain things or certain certain issues that you know it's not forever. You personally don't believe in forever. Like why even mention that? You know this is going to be forever. Or why even try to start to feel? something where you know there's nothing there to be forever be long lasting from some like um guy friends that i have and stuff like that they'll say that they just don't know they don't know if someone you know something i hear that so much on some real stuff and yes i'm calling all y'all men out there on some real stuff i think that's bs Hmm. i highly highly and personally think that's bs and i say that because Ooh, okay. Y'all, I'm she's so to... upset. <laughs> I say that because um, I re- Ooh, I'm really trying not to put this person on spot. Okay. Ooh, I'm hot, y'all. I'm don't hot. do it. Don't do it. <laughs> I, w- if somebody, like with the whole like, Take I don't a deep know. Breath, type girl. Of, yeah, I'm trying. Take right? a deep breath. <sighs> okay. This issue or this phrase of I don't know if this person's going to be forever is literally just an excuse or your way of getting out of your feelings being hurt or possibly being hurt. You know what it is? I truly think it is because (laughs) this person or the person that you're with does not have enough um, guts or doesn't want to put the risk forward or take the risk in order to be with you. Because we all know, y'all, and y'all all know, relationships, love, all that jazz is a risk that you that you're going to take you're willing or not willing that's up to you but if for a guy to say i don't know if this shot is going to be forever that's just you telling yourself that i'm not ready to take this risk with this young lady i would rather you yes i'm speaking to you i would rather you tell me to my face i am not ready for this i do not feel comfortable with this yet I, don't I cannot see you as my forever. Yes, I don't see you as my forever, or I cannot express my feelings right now. 
okay? Those four things are going to give me four different options that I can take, right? Not you Those are tangible. Me. Exactly. Yeah. And even the, like, I don't know my feelings type of thing with you, I have an, another issue with guys not feeling too comfortable sharing your feelings when a girl's pouring her heart out at you. We want to talk about that in another episode, okay? <laughs> but as I, like, come down on my, like, you know, horse or whatever, like, my heat, I really do think if a guy does say I don't know when it comes, if this girl's my favorite, it's Run. really just an excuse. And ladies, if Run. you hear that, don't think that you can change his perspective or change him in order for you to Mm-mm. become Mm-mm. his forever in his eyes because it will not happen. No. Nope. Steve Harvey always tells us, and if you read his book, if you listen to his videos, he <laughs> always tells us that a man will not change <laughs> for a woman. However, if Never. the right person comes along he will change himself in order to be with that woman. Mm-mm-mm. You cannot change a man. Mm. Just let it be known. Just Amen. know it. And Amen. Sit with it. All right, I'm done. Amen. <sighs> and if you don't get that, run the other way. Don't look no back. Facts. Run. Facts. Run. Seriously. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That, that I hard. felt that. Yeah, but that, that felt good home. to get off your chest, right? It really did. Because, <laughs> because you know why? It's just because I personally, I've always had an issue with. Um, expressing like how I truly feel about a guy like I've always I'm very as y'all can hear on this podcast and like seeing the pictures the way I act I'm the way I sound is the way I act y'all there's no difference for real and like I'm very outgoing I'm I love talking to people but like when it comes to like nitty-gritty how I feel like I've always struggled with like finding the correct language to express Mm -hmm. so long story short I had finally like really had some strong feelings for this one guy we were not together yet we were not together but i fully expressed to him that i really have some strong feelings for you my guy like some real strong feelings and i feel as though we should be more than friends Mm. time and time again i was told or we had the conversation where you know i'm not necessarily ready for a relationship i get that i don't want to push anybody to you know a place where they're not ready right I don't want to poke the bear. Cool. Some time goes on. I still, I'm not ready for a relationship. Okay, cool. But how do you feel about me? I don't have the words to express. All right. That's okay. But that also raised the red flag to me. Because if you can show me, if you can kiss on me, if you can kiki kaka with me, all that mm. jazz, but you cannot expressly tell me, Jitsin, this is why I feel the way I feel about mm. you, or this is why I like you, then I feel like there's something going on. Right. You know, I feel like there's a fear that you have, you know, expressing or seeing the right, You maybe you don't think you're going to say the right thing, you know? But, like, I was so patient. I was so, y'all, I was so patient with this person. So patient. To the point where I started to compromise what I wanted because I was being too patient with this person. And because in my mind, I was like, yo, if this person really, you know, feels the way I feel, then we can really be forever. Like, I re- I was really at that point, yeah. y'all, where I was like, this actually relationship could actually be forever, ever. However, that person wasn't even willing to open or take the risk to open his heart, just a little sliver, in order for me to get in. And me, my whole heart was on the floor. <laughs> open, yeah. point out. <laughs> but that's just my experience with it, so... That's the thing, though. Your forever won't require you to compromise. That's what I'm saying. Your forever is not going to have you compromise. Like, it, it 
yes, it should feel right. Yeah, yes, it's a risk. Yes, it's going to be scary. Yes, it's, like, going to be challenging. But, like, like my aunt says, there's only three options. Either he's your friend, he's your boyfriend, or he's your husband. Pick one. There's no in-between. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, like, that's true because I shouldn't have to, or we shouldn't have to, or anybody, honestly, you shouldn't have to feel as though you have to, like, change or bottle up or like compromise certain things about who you are in order to get what your forever ever should be because in the end if you end up doing that compromising who you are in any type of way that forever is not going to truly be forever because god is not going to let you change yourself yeah or compromise who you truly are who he made you to be for your forever for your forever he won't do that he won't do that yeah my sister, my little sister always says, she always says, like, every time you go into a relationship, like, you're putting yourself at risk mm-hmm. for whether or not it's going to work out. Like, whether your feelings are going to be hurt, all of that stuff. It's a risk that you should be willing yep. to take. But <laughs> <laughs> that risk really mm-hmm. should not require you to change who you are. True. Like Definitely. And we're saying, like, change who you are and, like, because we often hear the phrase or, like, they make me a better person or they make me want to be better. That's That's different. different. (laughs) (laughs) Facts, Facts, it really is. If if you're with somebody who, you know, think of your friends. Like, think of your closest friend, you know. If they're, like, going out, like, doing this, doing that, and you're like, man, like, I know I could do X, Y, and Z. With their support, I can do X, Y, and Z. That person brings out the The true you. you. That's why you it often feels as though, you know, they make me want to be a better me. They motivate you. You know, they make that. and they always say they don't make me be a different me. They make me be a better, better. me. Yep. So you're 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 yourself still, you're the same essence, but you know, you're able to pull out certain characteristics that you probably didn't even think you had before because of that person. You know, and that's what that's what a relationship or forever should be, where it's like if I'm in this relationship or if I'm with this person, wow, they make me, you know, want to start a podcast with them. You know, <laughs> they make me do type those things. And, like, that's that's where love builds. That's where growth happens, mm. you know. Yeah. That's what it is. One thing that I want to mention is I feel like relationships don't have to be long-lasting for them to be impactful or meaningful. Because um, I feel like sometimes short-term mm. relationships – teach you so much more than years of being in a relationship will with somebody that's true um so sometimes i think we have to while we're searching for that forever Mm -hmm. we also have to be able to respect the short-term relationships Mm -hmm. that we do have and the lessons that they have to offer us that's true that's so true i definitely oh yeah you know i didn't think about it in that way before i really didn't because I felt as though, you know, it was, for me personally, I would always say, like, I'm not a short-term relationship girl. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm a long-term relationship girl, you know? And I didn't want to find myself in those short-term relationships because I was like, okay, like, I feel like I'm wasting my time. If I'm in a short-term relationship, you know, I'm wasting the time that I could put into or the energy that I can put into finding that long-term relationship. But then, like, taking a step back, as you said, like, the lessons that it taught you or what it taught you about yourself or, like, what you want in a relationship is so, so valuable. Like, I actually didn't realize um, in one of my short-term relationships who this person actually became one of my good friends, like, to this day is one of my good friends. Um, He taught me how 
honest you have to be in a relationship and like i didn't understand that at first i was like well like obviously there's certain things that i can't tell my significant other because he's gonna feel some type of way but man i think like the second week we were talking yo he like told me everything i was like well tmi but he's like no it's not tmi like i want you to be comfortable enough to be honest with yourself and with me that's the only way this relationship is gonna work Mm -hmm. i was like Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. That you ain't know, no problem. But that was a big lesson that I learned through mm. short-term relationships. Mm-hmm. Is before we wrap up, I just um there was this post that I found on Twitter. Um, it's by like this really famous um Twitter, like what do you call them? Like media stars, people? influencers, influencers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um. So his name is his at is retro retro spectro. Y'all probably know him from Vine, um, but he recently got into a relationship and he did like this whole post about um, like his new relationship and like the love. And we're going to post it on Instagram, y'all, so you can read mm-hmm. the whole thing because I'm not going to read the whole thing. Um, but there's like one part of it that I really liked. Um, and he said, love can be a beautiful thing. And I was fortunate enough to be blessed with a love that is true and pure and started to actually feel selfish for not sharing this blessing with the world because people need to see that this is real. It's not just a fairy tale. Something I learned is that you can never fully experience love if you're scared to love fully. Mm. So I want to formally, and then he like welcomes you to his page. Um, and then he also quotes Alfred Tennyson Tis better to have loved and lost than Ugh. never to have loved at all. That's so true. So, so that's something that we yep. just want to leave you guys with um, as you're thinking about your forevers. Mm-hmm. If you're in a relationship, yep. if this person really is your forever, if it's not, mm-hmm. don't waste their time. Leave them alone. Right. Um. And if you don't believe, and also if like on the other side, if you don't believe in forever, that's okay too. Like you know, foster those connections with people. Mm-hmm. Learn what you can from those people, um, even if they're you know, short term. Exactly, whoever they are. If you also believe in you know multiple relationships at once you know just make sure all parties in the relationship understand that there's multiple relationships exactly Um, just be honest i think the biggest thing that we want to take away want you all to take away with is that love whoever you love even if it's a friend even it's a you know a significant other it's going to take a risk you know and you have to be willing to take that risk um in order to enter that you know um and we will surely you know, if we end up with those forevers, you know, if I end up with them forever, <laughs> I, I, I will let y'all know. When? When? Yeah. Oh, God, yes. <laughs> Speaking into existence, Always, when? Always, all 2020. Yes, when I find my forever <laughs> ever, I'll let y'all know. Okay, Life Chases, we will keep you updated. Yes, thank you guys so much thank for listening. Thank you so much Life for tuning Chases. in. We appreciate you all for, you know, support continued let us know if you you know have a forever ever you yeah know? we want to hear about your forever ever um dm us a story we'll, we'll post your story up girl <laughs> boy we'll post it up if you believe in polygamy also polyamorous relationships i would like to know because yeah we want to hear your you viewpoints know, on it and inform us like <laughs> exactly educate us exactly yeah well, thank you so much this has been life goes on podcast yes bye y'all <laughs>